Hi, I'm Kelly Girardi. I'm an aerospace and defense professional and a citizen scientist. I test commercial spacesuits and NASA-supported research in microgravity. I've also had the privilege to build a large science communication platform on social media, and I'm the author of Not Necessarily Rocket Science, a beginner's guide to life in the space age. Representation in space is incredibly important to me. After a decade of whiteboards and war rooms, I've learned that the people designing technology hold the power to influence how it's applied. In a high-tech, high-stakes industry like aerospace, it's in everyone's best interest to cultivate the broadest possible set of perspectives and novel approaches to complex problems. The stakes are too high for any single demographic to steer the entirety of Spaceship Earth. We're making progress, but we still have a long way to go. When I think of role models, I think of women like Mary Jackson. You're probably familiar with her career at NASA thanks to the hit film Hidden Figures, but she overcame segregation and sexism to help humanity take flight and she worked to influence the hiring and promotion of women at NASA. Women like Mary Jackson really helped pave the path. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. This month, we're highlighting STEMinists, women who did incredible things in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Our STEMinist of the day broke race and gender barriers to revolutionize the field of aerospace engineering. Let's talk about Mary Jackson. Mary Winston was born on April 9, 1921 in Hampton, Virginia to Ella and Frank Winston. Growing up in the Jim Crow South, Mary was forced to attend segregated schools. She graduated top of her class from the all-black George P. Phoenix Training School, and her performance earned her a spot at Hampton University. In college, she became a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, the first sorority founded by African-American women. Our vice president-elect, Kamala Harris, is also a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. Mary graduated in 1942 with a bachelor's degree in both mathematics and physical sciences. Two years after graduating, Mary married Levi Jackson Sr., a sailor in the U.S. Navy. They had two children, a boy, Levi Jackson Jr., and a girl, Carolyn Marie Lewis. Despite her impressive STEM degrees, Mary's professional trajectory was a winding one. She first worked as a teacher, then later a receptionist and bookkeeper while raising her two children at home. It wasn't until 1951 that she accepted a position with the NASA Langley Aeronautical Laboratory's segregated West Area computer. As a reminder, at that time, computers were not commonplace items. Mary herself was the computer. She ran all the calculations for NASA's booming space race. After two years on the job, Mary was offered an opportunity to work alongside engineers on the 4x4 supersonic pressure tunnel. The tunnel was designed to blast air up to two times the speed of sound on various NASA models to prepare them for space travel. The tunnel's lead engineer, Casimir Zarnecki, gave Mary hands-on access to conduct experiments on the tunnel and eventually encouraged her to enroll in a training program that would allow her to formally be promoted from mathematician to engineer. But there was a small hiccup. The class Mary needed was run out of the then-segregated Hampton High School. To attend, Mary would need special permission from the city of Hampton. In the end, Mary successfully petitioned the city and was allowed to attend classes alongside her white peers. Upon completion of the course, Mary became NASA's first black female engineer in 1958. 
Mary was an engineer at a time when female engineers, let alone black female engineers, were few and far between. Over the subsequent two decades, she authored dozens of research reports and conducted experiments. She specialized in the behavior of the boundary area of air around airplanes. But Mary grew increasingly frustrated. She was passed up for promotions and began to understand that despite her accomplishments and qualifications, due to her race and gender, she was unlikely to break into management-level positions. So in 1979, she concluded that her efforts would be best spent making sure that that was not the case for future generations. Mary formally left engineering and technically took a demotion, filling an open manager position with the Langley Federal Women's Program. There, she spent the remaining years of her career improving the hiring and promotion process for NASA's female mathematicians, engineers, and scientists. Mary and her husband even opened their home to new Langley recruits, making the transition to a new place. In 1985, Mary retired from NASA. Before her retirement, she was awarded the Apollo Group Achievement Award and was named Langley's Volunteer of the Year. Mary passed away on February 11, 2005, at the age of 83. In 2016, Margot Shetterly's best-selling book, Hidden Figures, chronicled Mary's pivotal role in NASA's space race alongside her colleagues Katherine Johnson and Dorothy Vaughn. The book was later turned into the award-winning film by the same name, in which Mary is depicted by Janelle Monet. In June of this year, NASA announced that it would rename its Washington, D.C. headquarters the Mary W. Jackson NASA Headquarters Building, which sits, appropriately, on Hidden Figures Way. Mary is remembered for both her contributions to aerospace engineering and for her work to create a more equitable system, ensuring that more women could one day follow in her footsteps. All month, we're talking about STEMinists. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. You can find me on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.